Hey there, my fellow pagans. We know a lot about the Aesir, but not much about the Vanir. Let's talk about that today in the Temple of Odin. So I apologize if this episode sounds a little weird. I'm currently not at home in my recording studio. I'm getting ready to head into work right now. And I just thought I'd give you a quick episode just before I head in. Now, of course, talking about the Aesir and the Vanir, we know plenty of the Aesir. As far as most stories go, we only really know three Vanir gods. Njord, Frey, and Freya, his son and daughter. Who of which were given to the Aesir as hostages during peace negotiations for the first war in the world, or the Aesir-Vanir War. Now, the story goes that Freya was the best in the world at Sather magic or femininely magic. Now, she would wander from town to town, world to world, plying her magic for hire. One day, under the name Heather, or Bright in Old Norse, she came to the world of Asgard, the world of the Aesir gods. Now, of course, when she got there, the gods were taken by her magical abilities and constantly hired her services for practices that they needed her for. However, they soon learned that their ideas of honor, loyalty, and obedience to the law were being pushed aside by selfish views for this form of magic blaming Heather for their own shortcomings, they decided that they were going to try to kill her. They decided to rename her Golveg, or Gold Greed, and tried to burn her three times. Each time, she was reborn from the ashes. And that's when Odin decided to just throw his magical spear through her instead. This, of course, made the Vanir pissed. The two tribes of gods fought endlessly, the Aesir using brute force tactics, while the Vanir used subtler means of magic to kill Aesir gods. The war itself was devastating and, according to sources, lasted forever, with both sides losing countless numbers until one day the gods decided to come to a truce. Now, at first, the Vanir seemed to legitimately love Hymir and his advice. However, after a while, they kind of started to hate him because he kept suggesting let others decide whenever Mimir wasn't behind him whispering advice into his ear. 
Well, after a while, the Vanir decided to behead Mimir and send his severed head back to the Asgard. Or, I'm sorry, back to the Aesir. It's been a long day. Doing something that was customary among Norse and Germanic people, they decided to pay tribute to each other by exchanging hostages. The Vanir sent Freya, Frey, and Njord to live with the Aesir, while the Aesir sent Mimir and Hymir to live with the Vanir in their world of Vanaheim. Now, as we know from most stories, Njord and his children lived quite a rather peaceful life among the Aesir gods in Asgard. However, the same can't really be said for Hymir and Mimir in Vanaheim. Now, it's unclear whether or not they also beheaded Hymir, but rumor states they probably did. And Odin, being distraught by the death of Mimir, decided to whisper magical spells over Mimir's head and then embalm his head in a magical um, elixir. Again, it's unclear whether or not he also did this for Hymir. Uh, probably not, considering Hymir was, well, kind of the stupid one that got them beheaded in the first place. Now, Odin preserving Mimir's head like that was able to help Mimir to, well, survive being just a severed head. And to this day, he continues to give advice and knowledge to Odin, including him drinking from Mimir's well to gain infinite knowledge and wisdom himself. Now, of course, beheading Mimir meant that, well, the treaty between the gods was now broken. So they had to find a new way to form a treaty because at this point they were just sick and tired of fighting each other. So what did they do instead? They created a new being by each of the gods spitting into a vat. The spit formed into a man known as Kavasir. K-V-A-S-I-R. And he was the wisest among all the gods. Now, Kavasir may have been the wisest among the gods. However, he still ended up falling for the beguiling of Fjallar and Galar, two very wise and crafty dwarves. Their names meaning Deceiver and Screamer, respectively. And upon Kavasir's arrival at Fjallar and Galar's home, they slaughtered him. And they then proceeded to brew a mead with his spilled blood. This mead was named Odrorir, or Stirrer of Inspiration. 
or also Kavasir's Mead. Legends state that anybody who found Kavasir's Mead and drank a little bit of it would become a scholar or a poet. Basically, it would make you really smart and well-spoken. Now, of course, the gods were upset by this. They tracked down Fjallar and Galar and asked them what it became of the god Kvasir. Well, of course, these two crafty dwarves lied and told the gods that Kvasir choked to death on his own wisdom. Kind of bullshit, in my opinion. The dwarves were so happy with getting away with murder that they even decided to go out to the sea and find the giant Giling and just kill him for sport, just because they could. However, this last murder ended up getting Fjallar and Galar in trouble because when it was discovered that they had killed Giling, his son Sutung found out. Sutung literally meaning heavy with drink. Once Sutung had found the dwarves, he tied them to a reef that was soon to be covered up by high tide and basically threatened to drown them if, he, if they didn't tell him what had happened. Once Sutung had learned that they had killed his father, he requested of them for their weir guild that they give him Kavasir's mead. Which of course they did because they were afraid of dying more than having that glorious mead in their possession. Sutung then hid the mead in a chamber below a mountain called Hnitbjörg or Pulsing Rock where he then appointed his daughter whose name you may have heard Gunlod or literally invitation to battle to guard the mead. Once Odin had learned the location of Kvasir's mead, of course, he being the seeker of knowledge, went to go find it. And you could say that he was very displeased with this mead being hidden away in a cave instead of being used for knowledge and wisdom. Disguising himself as a farmhand, Odin went to Baugi, Sutung's brother's farm, where he found nine thralls, or slaves, working in the field tending to wheat. Well, when he saw that their blades were dull, Bolverk, the name that Odin went by, or literally worker of misfortune, pulled a whetstone out of his cloak and offered to sharpen the thralls scythes to make their job easier on themselves. The thralls of course were amazed at how good this whetstone sharpened their scythes and each one offered to purchase it from Odin. When he agreed to sell it to them, he threw it into the air above their heads, and as each thrall went to grab the whetstone, they ended up, well, killing each other with their brand new sharp scythes. Odin then decided to go to Baugi, 
in the disguise of Bulwark and offered to do the work that the Nine Thralls were instructed to do. However, he did tell the giant that the Thralls had killed themselves during a dispute earlier that day. As his payment for doing the work, he offered that Baugi give him a sip of Sutung's mead. To which Baugi said that he had no control over his brother's mead and that his brother guarded it quite jealously, in fact. However, Baugi did tell Bolvark that if he could complete the work of nine men, then he would indeed help try to convince his brother to give Bolvark a sip of Sutung's mead. To which, of course, Bolvark did fulfill his promise to Baugi and completed the work quite swiftly. So Baugi agreed to take him to Sutung's palace and try to convince his brother to give Bolvark a sip of the mead. However, upon approaching Sutung, he refused to give any mead to Bolvark. Now, Bulwark, reminding Baugi of his promise, told him they should instead go steal Sutung's mead, to which Baugi agreed. So, they went to the hill where Sutung was supposed to have hidden the mead, and Bulwark handed Baugi an auger or a drill, so he could drill through the hard rock leading into the cave. Baugi then drilled a hole through the rock door leading into the cave, and once he had finished, Odin shifted his form into that of a snake and slithered into the hole into the cave. Upon seeing this, Baugi realized that Bulwark was not just a normal person, he was in fact a god disguising himself as a man, now a snake. When he saw this, he tried to stab after Odin with the auger he had given him, but he missed. Once inside the cave, Odin disguised himself as a charming young man and went over to where Gunlod sat guarding the mead. He managed to charm Gunlod and convince her that if he were to sleep with her for three nights she would grant him three sips of the mead, which he agreed to. After the third night, Odin went to the vats containing the mead and saw that there were three in total. So he drank each and every vat in one single drink. He then turned himself into an eagle and flew off with the contents of the vats inside of his mouth to Asgard. Soon after, however, it was discovered that Baugi went to his brother Sutung and told him what had happened. Sutung, being obviously enraged, turned into an eagle himself and chased after the god.
then when the Asgardians noticed that Odin was traveling fast and furiously to Asgard with a giant chasing behind him, well, they set out fiery vats along the rim of the walls of Asgard. Now, at this point, Odin flew so fastly and furiously towards Asgard that Sutung started to fall behind, and Odin made it through the walls long before Sutung could catch up to him, and that's when the rest of the gods set fire to the vessels, meaning Sutung could no longer pass through the gates, and he had to leave in shame. Now, I know I said we were going to talk about the Vanir gods, and we're going to get into that, but just so you guys know, it is important to talk about the Aesir-Vanir war. Now, sadly, not a lot is known about the Vanir themselves. However, we do know of Njord and his two children, Frey and Freya. There is a tale of Njord's sister, however, her name was never really provided. However, among the list of the Vanir gods, Kvasir is included in that list, considering he was made from both the Aesir and the Vanir. So, technically, he's like half Vanir. However, there is also a tale of King Svegdir visiting Vanaheim and meeting a young woman by the name of Vana who was one of the Vanir, obviously. And the two fell in love and had a child, a son, by the name of Vanlandi, or Man from the Land of Vanir. Now, there is no actual conclusive evidence for this, but it is theorized that Heimdall and Ullr are both Vanir gods. We can't exactly confirm this because, well, a lot of the Old Norse stories have been lost to time, among other reasons. There are also some, including myself, who theorize that the mystery goddess Gulvig that the Aesir killed is not, in fact, Freya, but a Vanir goddess herself. There is also the possibility of Freya's lost husband, Odr, which some suggest might be Odin in disguise, but some tend to view him as a Vanir god. And this could be possible, but again, we don't really know. However, other than those gods mentioned already, not much is known about the Vanir, and sadly, you can thank Christianization for all of that. If it hadn't been for the Christians coming over and deciding that heathens and pagans were too uncivilized and uncouth to exist in the world, we would have so much more 
knowledge about our gods. Unfortunately, they decided anybody who practiced pagan beliefs should be taken outside and murdered and any of their knowledge and wisdom that they have written down burned. So, on that note, thanks a lot, Charlemagne, you dick. Which brings me to let y'all know that, yes, modern-day Christianity, modern-day society says we should just accept each other and learn to live peacefully. Personally, I fucking hate Christianity. That's just me. Honestly, I would care less if Christianity were to die out right now. However, yes, I have met good Christians and I have met good Catholics. But I just think the religion needs to die out. But that doesn't mean you have to think like that. That's just my opinion. And yes, everybody has an opinion. Opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got one. Most of them fucking stink. On that note, I think we're going to end the episode here. My name is Reslin, and I hope you all have a great night. And may the gods be with you.